0: Hello, this is Mandy Ellison, and I am your host, the Hands Off CEO Podcast. And today our topic is how to retain quality when you are working less in the business and when you're really spending time working more on the business, right? Working on the business so you can grow it. So one of the challenges is that as you are working less in the business, you have to rely on other people to be doing that work. And a very common challenge that happens in agencies and consulting companies is that quality drops when... know, the CEO who started the company is no longer doing a lot of those things and running those processes. So you really are left with this dilemma where you work more and more hours to be able to make more money, or you end up working less and you hand over more of the work and you really are rolling the dice on whether it's going to get done right or not. And then the third alternative really is just to work less and actually just really pull back the amount of growth that you can make. And that's what was happening with Tom. And Tom was a marketing agency owner who had a relatively successful business. And what happened is that growth had stagnated for years because it was just too stressful for him to keep scaling. So he ended up scaling up and then scaling back so he could retain some sanity and hopefully retain some family balance. So here are three steps that we took together to overcome stagnation, and really get him on the pathway to scaling a multi-million dollar agency that can run without Tom for weeks. So here's three things that we did. So first of all, we simplified what he offered and who we offered it to. So simple doesn't necessarily mean lower quality, though. A lot of times when service businesses are looking at, well, we want to scale, so what we need to do is productize, right? They get all excited about productizing and simplifying it down to the essence of what actually made the service great is gone. So what ends up happening is you simplify it down to it being a commodity that you know you could find anywhere overseas and for a whole lot less. So what happens is, is that you want to simplify your service, but you don't want to simplify it in a way that quality increases. In fact, you want, you want to simplify it in a way where you actually deliver bigger impact for a more focused client and a more specific problem set. We've talked more about this in other podcast episodes, but you know, for Tom, this is what they did: they simplified what they offered, and they had had a much bigger promise that, at the time of recording, it was doubling their leads in a year. And for the size of companies that they were working for, that's pretty substantial. That was the first step, and the second step was to build a team who could fulfill that offer. So that was where um, Tom was really running into challenges. He had no problem delivering really amazing results when it was him or his sidekick, his main guy who helped him do it. But he needed to be creating the right processes to scale the service. But he could only do that when he had a more simplified offer that actually could be systematized, right? So we helped Tom get this passed off to the team of building the right systems to support that scalable offer. So when we did that, what happened is he was able to focus on the most important parts of the business that only he could do and also focus on sales so that they could scale the company. And Tom learned how to let go. And he did that because we were able to help him increase transparency on the team and to focus on what actually matters to create sustainable growth in his company. So what happened as a result of this is that in a matter of months, Tom was able to go from, and I have to do this all myself or it's not going to get done right, Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, it's pretty easy for us to, as CEOs to kind of have that mindset. It's really common. To within a few months, he was able to go to, well, now I 100% trust my team to run my business without me. It was such a dramatic transformation. As a result, he was able to double sales in seven months while being out of the business for nearly a month of that time while he was supporting his wife who was in the hospital. You can hear the whole story he shares on, on season one But that was only possible because he was able to simplify what they were doing while at the same time increasing the quality and then having his team build systems around it so they could actually manage it, right? So how we're doing this now with this transparency and how we're helping our clients focus on what matters is with this tool we're now using called the Agency Growth Alignment Dashboard. And what this is designed to do is to drive sustainable profits and strategically focus the team and this dashboard establishes key business initiatives and members of the team are assigned ownership for each one of these initiatives and you know it can be kind of a love hate relationship for CEOs because you know on one hand they really want their team to own own whole parts of the business but then having their team own it means that the team is actually helping the business stay focused and what that means is the CEO has to be accountable to the dashboard as well and to ignore these shiny objects. Case in point, I'll tell you that this last week, as of the time of me recording this, we're preparing a big partner launch and we have an ads campaign going out. And this is at the same time as I'm moving out of state. I'm moving from California to Southern Utah and I have a, a vacation that was planned a year ago. And you know, a lot of these things all converging here at one time. And my team has been very clear about exactly what they needed from me and when, so that I have had time to actually fulfill in the responsibilities that I've committed to, but at the same time, have the time to take care of my move without stress. And it's been incredible to see how their persistence has really held me to account on a whole new level. And easily it's been the most productive week of the year, That's really the power of an agency growth alignment dashboard where your team helps you lead and drive growth. And what I've seen is it unlocks a whole new level of growth in our clients' businesses when they're installing this. And that's definitely been the case with with our business as well. So there's really this balance in becoming a hands off CEO, it's really on a continuum because. When some business leaders think of, you know, becoming a hands-off CEO, they kind of think of it's like, it's all or nothing, but it's really not, that's really not how it works. It's really on this, this continuum. So what I find is it's much better to be understanding where you deliver the most value in your business and then, and then be letting go in stages. And it's really becoming a higher level of hands-off growth as you continue to expand your company. So for me, we've defined a couple main areas where as a CEO in in my business, where I add the most value. And I'll share with you a couple of these so it can really help you think about what areas that you add the most value in your business. So in my business, you know, getting to the root issue for why businesses aren't growing faster is really something that I'm very good at. So, you know, when we're starting to work with clients, I now know that that's something I need to look out for. Now, what's been interesting about this is that this is something that I've done intuitively for years and years with our clients, right? But once I now actually am looking for that, it's something that that we can codify into, into our process. And I actually can train someone how to do this. But here's the thing is, is that I'm just starting to see this as part of our process and we can do this so much more efficiently. So when looking at you know what is the root issue for why a business isn't growing, There's strategy, and there's also mindset. And when I'm looking at this, there's almost always a mindset or some emotional blockage point where the CEO is holding themselves back. And I find that by the first session, but usually it shows up during our scalable growth diagnostic session uh, that we walk through consulting agency owners. we walk them through this call before either of us commit to to work together. And how their biggest block to growth usually shows up is in some form of resistance or fear to really stepping fully into scaling and really committing to take their business to the next level. And when I see that, I call it out. You know, I ask for permission if it's okay to call this out. But really, any uh, consulting agency owner that I'm talking with in this capacity, they're going to know that I'm going to be forward and be straight up about it. Well, I'll just give you an example of how this showed up for one of our newer clients she shared this with me that I've been thinking about this call for the last week. And I, you know, I was so scared that I nearly canceled the session. But she said, but I recognized that this was fear and I knew I needed just to lean into it and, you know, just see what was there and just fall through and, and see where it took me. And, you know, it was so cool for me to see this level of self-awareness in her. And, you know, that's leadership. It's not about getting rid of those fears, but it's about really acknowledging those fears and, you know, setting your vision, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. And, you know, that's what leaders do who are committed to their goals. You know, as a side note, the scalable growth diagnostic session is offered complimentary. And if you'd like to apply to have that session with me, you can go to handsoffceo.com forward slash apply. I'm really excited to be working with this new leader and her team that she's now expanding and her capacity is quite limited now, just a few higher Level clients at the time. But, you know, she really reminds me a lot of this powerhouse client that we have worked with, um, Madeline Silva. She was able to 10X her growth in the business since starting Scale to Freedom. And what that's done for her is that she's been able to increase her capacity from working with only two clients that were just very, high level and required a lot of her time. She could only be working with two at a time to now she has a capacity that she can expand to 20. And she's now growing into that. And you can listen to her full story on a recent episode where she came in as as a guest. But that's an example of of really looking at what are the common characteristics that you see in your very best clients. And then when you're evaluating whether a client is, is a good fit for your business or not, just looking at that past data really for under what conditions that clients got the best result. And, you know, that really, for me, that comes back into, you know, getting into the root issue for why businesses aren't growing faster. And, you know, that fear is usually one of the biggest ones. Really, one of my strengths is being able to see where those businesses are being trapped There's the strategy side of it, and then there's the mindset part of it. So this other big area where I spend a lot of my focus as a CEO is finding that profit sweet spot for agencies to target that perfect client and um, really identifying that perfect offer and really pushing what that agency can actually deliver as an outcome under the most ideal circumstances, right? And then repositioning the brand to be the very best in the industry you know, this is a pretty challenging process. It's, it's why most of our clients are actually marketing experts. It's a very challenging process because even if they have done some of this work for their own clients, it's just impossible to do it on their own business. And then as far as doing it for a custom high ticket, you know, agency service, it makes it that much more difficult. So it's nearly impossible to hire for that role. I can train someone in the business to do it because I've spent a decade decoding this process. But as a CEO, I choose to do this critical part of the business myself because it's fun and it lights me up and I'm able to see such fast results for our clients. And you know, this last cohort that we did, all of them were able to double their fees in under 90 days and half of them doubled their monthly income too. And this kind of impact changes lives and it's just really fun to be hands-on part of it. And I'm sure that there's a piece In your business too, where you just see the impact and you just love being part of it, even though you might be able to actually let go of it if you wanted to. And being hands-on is just part of the continuum to becoming a hands-off CEO, because as you're hands-on in certain pieces of the business, you're better working out the process to how to delegate it too. So it's really just this continuum, like I was mentioning. And you know, whereas there are other parts of the business that I'm completely out of, right? I'm 100% out of team development for our clients, for example, I have been for years. So Jennifer Eckhart, our program director, I mean, she loves this and it's her real talent and sweet spot. And what we've been able to do is offer more value to our clients as we've grown. We now have this mastermind and leadership training for our operations managers that we offer as a bonus to our, our main Scale to Freedom program. And it's been a key reason why we have such retent- high retention year after year And she's innovated the program in a way that I just couldn't have done on my own. So this is really the power of bringing on skill sets into your team as you grow. What this really means is that we can be cutting edge on multiple fronts in our business. And it's not all dependent on me as the CEO. So the reason why I'm sharing this with you is that I want to give you some ideas about where you can add the most value in your business and where you don't need to be anymore. Now, some people have shared with me that they're listening to our podcast and saying, well, you know what? Those businesses are a lot further along than than my company. And you know what you're sharing, you have more resources than we have. And you know what? What I have to say to that is a, a couple of things. First of all, some of the people that we have on our podcast, we're very careful to not disclose the level of business that they're at unless they want to explicitly say so. And the reason why is because the clients in our companies, they are fast growth companies. So we're going to publish this. We will record it. We'll publish it maybe in the the next couple months. You know, this lives on. This could be on our podcast for years, right? So they want to be able to position their business from a a position of strength. And we don't want to necessarily disclose that their company is in the low six figures or their company is in the low seven figures because they need to be positioning their brand to uh, best serve their own business. So I guess what I'm saying is is that the businesses that come on here are at all different levels and this is working at all different levels. And even if you don't have the resources to bring on really high senior level people yet, you still can make this work at different levels just to get you to the next level in your growth. Just to be able to, to free up a little bit more time for you to spend on generating more sales. And then with that extra cash flow, then you can go hire a little bit better, maybe an operations manager. Maybe that's the next role that you need in your company and be able to hire that person who can really bring your business to the next level. Or maybe you're not ready for an operations manager. You know, a number of companies that we work with, they need some kind of, they need an operations manager in some kind of capacity within their company, but they're just really not ready for, You know, a COO level person. So, a lot of times, what we do is we actually will hire an executive assistant, a really good executive assistant, pay them well as an executive assistant on the very high end. And then, what we do is then we give this executive assistant the systems and the training and and the development to really step into the role of becoming an operations manager. And, you know, in that operations academy, I was mentioning that Jennifer has continued to innovate as our businesses move forward. So, I guess what I'm saying by that is that you can see results a lot sooner than maybe you think are possible if you get creative with your resources and really use them to the fullest potential. So if you would be interested in seeing how this whole process works within your agency, I invite you to come to one of our executive briefings. And this executive briefing, this is free. We do them every Wednesday at 12 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. They do fill up pretty quickly, but it's really an opportunity to see how this lays out on your business. And you basically get free coaching from me in a really small group setting. And I will give you feedback on how this model lays over on your business. And you can come and ask me any questions you want. If you'd like to enroll for that executive briefing, you can go to handsoffceo.com forward slash RSVP. That's handsoffceo.com forward slash RSVP. This is Mandy Ellison from the Hands Off CEO podcast signing off. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hands Off CEO with Mandy Ellison. If you want to work less and make more, make sure you subscribe and get a new episode every week and help spread the word by leaving a review.